Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Hot Off the Wire, a daily podcast that looks at the top news, business, sports, and entertainment stories as reported by the Associated Press. I'm Terry Lipschitz, Managing Editor of the National Newsroom at Lee Enterprises and your curator of news. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off the Wire through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss daily news updates. And now the latest headlines. This is AP News. I'm Rita Foley. Donald Trump is hoping for a commanding win in today's New Hampshire primary. The AP's Donna Warder. A victory in the Granite State for the former president would secure a sweep of the first two Republican primary races and would make a November rematch with President Joe Biden look more likely than ever. At a rally Monday in Laconia, New Hampshire, Trump urged everyone to get out of bed and vote. We have to win by big margins. And the reason we have to do that, Al, very simple. You know what the reason is in November. We have to send the signal that we're not playing games. His Republican opponent, Nikki Haley, says... At the end of the day, this is about what do people want. We know 70% of Americans don't want a Trump-Biden rematch. And Haley was off to a positive start in New Hampshire, with the first in the nation midnight vote in the tiny town of Dixville Notch, a clean sweep of six votes for Haley. I'm Donna Water. Authorities say a suspected mass killer fled Illinois, turned up in Texas, where he shot and killed himself after a confrontation with law enforcement. 23-year-old Romeo Nance suspected of killing eight people in suburban Chicago. Authorities say he knew them. The Israeli military says its forces have surrounded a big city in Gaza. This news comes just hours after Israel's army announced that 21 of its soldiers had just been killed while fighting in the war against Hamas. The AP's Charles de Ledesma. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has vowed to press ahead until Israel crushes the ruling Hamas militant group and wins the freedom of over 100 hostages held captive in Gaza. The Israeli military says its forces have encircled the southern Gaza city of Khan Yunus. I'm Charles de Ledesma. Russian missiles targeted Ukraine's two biggest cities this morning, killing at least five people. Moscow says Ukraine cannot defeat Russia. This is AP News. Now to Georgia and a divorce case and Donald Trump. A judge has ordered the unsealing of the divorce case of a Georgia special prosecutor investigating former President Trump and others for alleged election fraud. The judge ordered the unsealing of the divorce case involving special prosecutor Nathan Wade after a request brought by a defense attorney who alleges an inappropriate relationship between Wade and Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis. The judge has also put off a final decision on whether Willis will have to sit for questioning in the divorce case, but delayed her deposition that had been scheduled for Tuesday. Willis has not directly denied a romantic relationship with Wade. He heads the case into charges that former President Trump and 18 allies worked to overturn Trump's 2020 election loss in Georgia. I'm Norman Hall. Dexter Scott King has died, the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr.'s son. He was 62 and had prostate cancer. I'm Rita Foley, AP News. Nikki Haley is the winner of the the first-in-the-nation presidential primary. 
Reporters from around the globe came to the tiny resort town of Dixville, Notch, New Hampshire to cover the first 2024 presidential primary. And there were more reporters than voters. At 12 a.m. Tuesday, all six registered voters of Dixville Notch cast their ballots for Nikki Haley, giving her a clean sweep over former President Donald Trump and the other candidates. For the record, there are four registered Republicans in the town and two undeclared. Dixville Notch's first in the nation voting dates back to 1960, with the results announced just a few minutes after midnight. I'm Donna Water. Before a vote was cast, there was news of an investigation into an apparent attempt to suppress votes in the New Hampshire primary. I'm Ben Thomas with the latest. New Hampshire's attorney general is investigating reports of a robocall that apparently used artificial intelligence to mimic President Biden's voice and discourage voters in the state from participating in the primary election. The voice uses Biden's oft-used phrase, what a bunch of malarkey, then tells the listener to save your vote for the November election. Attorney General John Formella says the recorded message sent Sunday appears to be an attempt to disrupt and suppress voting and voters should disregard it. I'm Ben Thomas. The Supreme Court has granted an emergency appeal from the Biden administration over the southern border. A divided 5-4 court will let Border Patrol agents cut razor wire Texas installed along roughly 30 miles of the Rio Grande. The wire's been part of a growing standoff at the border with Texas Governor Greg Abbott, with state officials saying agents cut the wire to help groups cross the river illegally. The administration argues the wire gets in the way of agents reaching migrants as they cross the river. It asked the high court to step in after a federal appeals panel last month stopped agents from cutting the wire. The high court says the cutting can continue while a lawsuit plays out. Sagar Magani, Washington. A long disputed Oklahoma death penalty case will be going before the U.S. Supreme Court. The Supreme Court says it will hear an appeal from Oklahoma death row inmate Richard Glossop, who's maintained his innocence in a 1997 murder-for-hire case. He was sentenced to death in 1997 in the killing of a motel owner, although another defendant testified that he killed the victim after Glossop paid him $10,000. Oklahoma's current attorney general says Glossop's life should be spared because he didn't get a fair trial. A number of state lawmakers and actress Susan Sarandon are calling for Glossop's conviction to be overturned. Three times now, Glossop's been just hours away from execution before it was called off. Most recently in 2015, when prison officials found out they didn't have the right drugs for a lethal injection. I'm Jackie Quinn. Federal officials are recommending that airlines inspect door plugs on some older Boeing jets as well. The Federal Aviation Administration recommends that airlines inspect the door plugs on certain Boeing 737s that are older than the MAX 9 jetliner that suffered a blowout of a similar panel during a flight this month. The FAA said door plugs on one older version of the 737, called the 737-900ER, are identical in design to those on the MAX 9, and some airlines have noted findings with bolts during the maintenance inspections. The FAA issued a safety alert late Sunday. As soon as possible, airlines should visually inspect four places where a bolt, nut, and pin secure the door plug to the plane. I'm Norman Hall.
AP Sports, I'm Mike Reeves. There were a pair of record-setting performances in the NBA on Monday, and we start with 76ers sitter Joel Embiid's performance against the Spurs. Correspondent Michael Luongo. 76ers sitter Joel Embiid had a career-high 70 points in Philadelphia's 133-123 win over the Spurs. To break the all-time franchise record of 68 that was set by Will Chamberlain. How'd it go? Um, you know, I mentioned a few times a lot of, uh, you know, teammates extremely unselfish and you know they just kept giving me the ball and uh, I just finished it. Carl Anthony Towns scored a franchise best 62 points for the Timberwolves in their 128-125 loss to the Hornets and he says not winning the game made it difficult to celebrate his individual accomplishment. Having a night like that on a loss doesn't feel very uh, good, historic, whatever you want to say. It doesn't make me feel happy about the night we had. The Cavaliers beat the Magic to extend their winning streak to eight. The Bucks handled the Pistons. Memphis won at Toronto. Boston took down Dallas. Phoenix beat Chicago for their sixth straight win. And the Kings were better than the Hawks. NHL, Boston downed Winnipeg 4-1, to picking up their fifth consecutive win. The Bruins got a goal and an assist by Charlie Coyle. It's fun with these guys and this group that we have. And we see what we're capable of, and we just want to keep building on that. Other NHL winners were the Devils, Panthers, Coyotes, Canucks, and Sharks. Men's college basketball, number three, North Carolina, defeated Wake Forest 85-64, getting a career-high 36 points from guard R.J. Davis. I think it's like a, a zone that every hooper knows. Like when you're just in that zone, it's hard to get out of, and you know, nothing like you can hear. You can't hear anything. Um, you just see the ball in the basket, and I mean, that's not the type of zone I was in tonight. Number seven, Kansas beat Cincinnati 74-69, getting 23 points from Johnny Furphy. I'm Mike Reeves, AP Sports. Hall of Fame second baseman Ryan Sandberg has been diagnosed with metastatic prostate cancer. In a statement released by the Baseball Hall of Fame, the 64-year-old Sandberg says he has started treatment. Sandberg hit 285 with 282 homers, 1,061 RBIs, and 344 steals in 16 seasons in the majors. He made his big league debut with Philadelphia in 1981 and appeared in 13 games with the Phillies before being traded to the Chicago Cubs in January 1982. He made 10 all-star teams and won nine gold gloves. He was also the NL MVP in 1984. The Carolina Panthers announced Monday they have hired their former linebacker Dan Morgan as the team's new president of football operations and general manager. The 45-year-old Morgan was a one-time Pro Bowl selection in his seven NFL seasons, all with Carolina from 2001 through 2007. He played in Super Bowl 38, which the Panthers lost to the Patriots in 2004. Since retiring, Morgan served as the director of player personnel for the Seahawks and later joined the Bills in the same capacity. Morgan replaces GM Scott Fitterer, who Carolina fired in early January. Patrice Bergeron says he is not making a comeback to the NHL. The former Boston Bruins captain says he is enjoying retirement. Rumors about him returning came after word spread that Bergeron was back on the ice skating. He said his time on the ice is just a weekly gathering of retired players and friends. Bergeron announced his retirement last summer after 19 seasons with the Bruins. He helped them win the Stanley Cup in 2011 and reached the final two more times. Gethin Coolbaugh, Boston. Film director Norman Jewison has died at the age of 97, according to his publicist. Details were not given. 
I'm Archie Zaroleta with a look at his career. They call me Mr. Tibbs. A common theme of Norman Jewison's films was racial injustice, as he tackled in the 1967 film In the Heat of the Night. He had hitchhiked through the American South after his military service in World War II and saw segregation up close. Jewison also directed The Hurricane in A Soldier's Story with Denzel Washington. He had planned to direct a film about Malcolm X until Spike Lee and others objected to a white director making it. Are you drunk? No, are you drunk? No, but I have a hangover. Jewison also made lighter movies like Moonstruck and The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming, as well as Fiddler on the Roof. Singer Mary Weiss of the Shangri-Las has died in Palm Springs, California at the age of 75, according to her record label. A cause of death was not given. I'm Archie Zaroleta with a look at her life. Mary Weiss was 15 years old when Remember Walking in the Sand by the Shangri-Las charted in 1964. She sang lead on that song, as well as on this song. That's when I fell for leader of the pack. The Shangri-Las consisted of Weiss and her sister Betty and twins Marge and Marianne Ganser. They took their name from a restaurant in Queens. After the band broke up in 1968, Weiss moved to San Francisco and worked at an architectural firm. She released her debut solo album, Dangerous Game, in 2007. At his animal park along a northern border city near El Paso, Texas, it can be lonely for Benito. It can get cold there, too. Environmental groups had voiced strong complaints about conditions faced by Benito at the city-run Central Park Zoo. Frank Carlos Camacho is driving Benito to his new home. He says, I'm in Benito's container. He's very comfortable. He's very well supplied. The container is specially fit for Benito. It's 16 feet high. Flor Ortega says she'll miss seeing Benito at the zoo. She says we are a bit sad that he is leaving, but we are also very happy because he is an animal in captivity, and it shouldn't be like that. It will be warmer at his new home, and Benito may finally find a mate. There are three female giraffes there. I'm Ed Donahue. I'm Terry Lipschutz, thanking you for listening. Audio provided by the Associated Press. Music is by Skillcell and provided through Pixabay. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off The Wire on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.